Are you ready to create and grow the impactful and profitable business you've been dreaming of? It's all possible. A bigger audience, more impact, and a new revenue stream. We'll show you how. I'm Jenny Barcelos. And I'm Sandy Connery. And this is the Soulful MBA Podcast. Hi, everyone. Welcome to episode 50 of the Soulful MBA Podcast. Today's episode is called Reflection. I'm Jenny Barcelos, and I'm joined with my co-host, Sandy Connery. Hey, Sandy. Hi, Jenny. Hi, everybody. Hi, everybody. And we're joining you today to talk about our experience with podcasting. So 50 episodes in gives us a decent sample size upon which to draw some conclusions about this medium. And podcasting has been a really amazing adventure for us so far. We've been at it for many months now, since about February, and we're recording this in November. So the better part of a year. And we've gotten a lot of great feedback and great results from having started this podcast. We also have some things that we want to change up going forward. So that's what this episode is about. Uh, First of all, congratulations to us. We did (laughs) that. And second, I think it's a nice place to kind of break and look back and kind of, you know, reflect on what we learned and what we struggle with and what we want to do going forward. So yeah, episode 50. Yeah. So I want to say, first of all, that I love podcasting. So it's a lot of work, right? Like this is a very big commitment for us in our business and in our lives. Um, And we've never missed a week since we've started. And we started with three episodes a week and then we went down to two and now we're at one and we're about to make some changes as well to that schedule. But I, I will say that it's been for me a very personally fulfilling, fun Um, useful medium. Like I think you and I, Sandy, have gotten to share a lot of ideas and debate a lot of topics off air that have made a difference in our business and in our relationship as friends and business partners. I think that if you feel at all drawn to becoming a podcaster, I'd highly recommend it. Um, It's not for everyone. It certainly involves some investment and equipment and then kind of a lot of time. But compared to other publicity or PR or marketing efforts like this is by far my very favorite thing that we do each week yeah absolutely and we've often said if all we could do all day long is podcasts we'd be you know we'd be very happy but um, I also love podcasting I love the medium I love listening to podcasts I love having people's voices in my ear I love driving around town and listening and learning and it's for me I I must be a very audio um, learner because I remember where I was when I hear certain, you know, information or certain things on podcasts. And I've also always wanted to do it since my very first Ben Greenfield episode, which was my, I think my very first podcast I've ever listened to. And I just knew that I was going to do it. And I actually started one, as you know, um, a couple of years ago. And then um, I just wasn't able to to continue it. It just wasn't the right um, topic. And so, yeah, here I am again on the second podcast. And I knew from the start, Jenny, that we would not abandon this one. Like this was we were very, very committed right from the start. Although we did have one false start um, (laughs) where we kind of abandoned ship and then rebuilt it and started again. Yeah, so we, I don't know, six or eight months before we launched this podcast, we we tried to launch, well, we never put anything out there publicly, but we recorded a bunch of episodes. And then we just, our hearts weren't in it. We were doing all interview-based episodes. And I think we both realized that that is not 
what we wanted to focus on, at least in the early stages of our podcast. And so rather than put something out that we didn't feel amazing about, we scrapped, you know, many months of work and sort of went back to the drawing board and figured out what did we want this podcast this entity to be about and we were only going to really put in the time money and effort if it was something that was going to be meaningful to both of us and bring us both positive impacts to our business but also a lot of personal fulfillment and joy so that's what we've been working on so um you know i also want to say to those of you who are listening you know just to thank all of you for participating in this adventure with us so far you know i know there are a lot of choices when it comes to what you listen to and um and so we don't take it for granted at all that you're spending your time listening to to us. And, and we'd love for you to participate in the conversation as well. So, you know, if you do have thoughts and questions or questions for us or thoughts about topics you'd like us to discuss or folks you'd like for us to interview, we're always super open-minded to that as well. And you can do that by emailing us at team at namastream.com or by going to soulfulmbapodcast.com and clicking on the community and going ahead and posting something in our Facebook group. So there are always ways for you to participate as well. We just want to say that. We'll probably say that again in this episode, but we want to make sure that you all know that you're welcome and that you're just as much of a part of this journey as we are. And I think that's probably um, one of my favorite things about podcasting is the deeper relationships we've developed with our following and just the emails that we've received and the comments on Facebook page or Instagram or wherever they may come in. Um, Sometimes, not sometimes, every time we podcast, it just feels like I'm talking to Jenny and no one else is listening. That's what my days are about. And (laughs) then I forget, right? You put it out there and you kind of forget and then somebody will write something and it's like, oh, right, people are listening and, you know, taking action on some of our advice and are really affected. And it, it feels so good to kind of have a positive influence in people's lives. So that's my favorite, favorite thing about podcasting is just getting those comments back when people actually change something or learn something or, you know, made a difference in their business or their life. Or we recommended a tool, a joy or a hustle or a book or an idea. Yeah. <laughs> Or they bought the mug from my ex-nanny's new pottery business. (laughs) That makes me happy. It's so cool. It's so cool. I feel like sort of like podcasting is the new blogging. For those of you who who have businesses like us, um, you need to have some sort of way of getting what you do out into the world, right? Some sort of like marketing or content engine. And we have a blog and a podcast. But since we've started podcasting, the the blog, um, I feel like we have the ability to let the blog be much more of a how-to engine. And the podcast is much more about nuanced thought and conversation. And, um, and so because blogs, it's harder to have kind of honest intimate, you know, heartfelt conversations or debates on a blog because blogs, the way blogging has evolved and the way Google indexes blog posts is so keyword focused. And um, and podcasts are still this like sort of wild west medium where you can, you know, you can do whatever you want and people subscribe and find you in iTunes or in Stitcher and SoundCloud. And then you have this ability to, to kind of you know, shape the conversation however you want. You don't, we don't actually focus at all on SEO optimization or, you know, what we think is going to get indexed by Google. Like we don't even think about that with a podcast versus with our blog. That is um, quite often, quite honestly, what, what we do. And so the podcast is a much more open medium for us. 
So yeah, you know, and I just wanted to say too, so Sandy, your entry into podcasting, it sounds like came from listening to Ben Greenfeld. Like that's the first podcast mm-hmm. you listened to. Mm-hmm. And how mm-hmm. how long ago was that, would you say? Um, that probably would have been in 2011 or 2012. And Rich Roll, yeah. I, think, I think at the same time, those two um, were who I listened to first. So I started listening to podcasts in a different way. I started listening when I was pregnant with my daughter. So that was six years ago. And I was listening to pregnancy podcasts. And and for me, like, I, I don't know how. I, like, it was on a, some sort of, like, mommy blog or something. I read about this pregnancy podcast. And I was listening to it every day. And I would go on walks when I was pregnant. And I loved it. I loved learning from different women about like newborn care and what it meant to like have a a natural birthing experience. And I just remember feeling so connected to these strangers and listening every day to their podcasts. And um, so that was my entry point. And then once I had my daughter, I listened to podcasts all the time when I was home, you know, with a newborn, like cooking for her, rocking her, nursing her. And so I fell in love with the medium as well. And you know, one thing I wanted to point out, Sandy, we talked about this. We both also love Jonathan Field's podcast, Good Life Project. And he had an episode not too long ago where he talked about uh, a study, a research study that had recently come out that he had been reading about the ways that listening is a more intimate experience than watching and how so often in the online world, we're given content now, we're shown content that's video-based, and we see a lot of visual content coming in from Instagram and from Facebook and from Pinterest, and yet there's now research pointing to the fact that auditory content alone without a video or a visual component creates a much more intimate and empathetic connection than, than visual content. And so we'll link to that study as well as to Jonathan's podcast episode in the show notes. I think that that's proven very true for me. Like that experientially for me makes sense. You and I both mm-hmm. have, have said that we felt feel that way too. Well, it's someone's voice. Like you feel like you start to get to know them, even though the conversation obviously is only one way or one direction. But if you meet one of your podcast heroes in life, it's like you already you feel yeah. like you know them, like you've sat down and had dinner with them. And it's I don't know that I would, if I watch someone, maybe I would from YouTube, I don't, I don't know that it's the same. Somehow there is an increased intimacy. Um, and it's so fascinating that it's different between video and audio. Yeah, I think when you see someone on video, and I certainly feel like this on video myself, I feel like I'm performing. I think that you can tone it down and you can learn to be an actress and you can figure out ways to minimize that. But there is still, even with the best YouTube stars, like the best YouTube tutorials I watch, there it, it feels like an element of a performance. And I, I think when I watch people, maybe not so much on Instagram stories, I would say there's like things like that, like Snapchat or Instagram stories where it feels a little bit more raw and vulnerable, but it still feels like, okay, I'm pressing record now and I'm on camera. There's this there's this mask or this wall that goes up versus podcasting, especially the way we do it, Sandy, where we're just talking to each other, like as if we're not recording this, that right. they're, they're, you're really getting to know mm-hmm. us. And this is really who we are, right? So when we meet those of you who we meet in person, who we see at conferences who or who came to our live event this year, for example, I think there's already a connection you feel like you know us, which is, which is great. We want to be accessible. Yeah, I think one of my favorite um, comments back about the podcast, she said it feels like it's like 
her and the two of us sitting at her kitchen table over coffee having a business conversation. And I thought, oh my God, that that's so perfect. That's what we want to to be to everyone. It's just like a kitchen conversation, a little kitchen party. Yeah, so that's our goal and we want to keep doing it. So I'm, that's the big story here. We're going to keep recording and we're going to keep podcasting just like we have been. We're going to add in some new stuff that we'll talk about at the end, but this is it. Like we love this. We're not turning back now. This has been a tremendous experience for us and we just want to continue to grow. So one of the things that we are less comfortable with is interview style podcasting. Neither of us, I think, are trained in this. It's really hard for us to do those. Like I said, we scrapped like, I don't know, a dozen of these already because we didn't feel like they are good enough. And we've started to release some of them anyway. And the only way you get better at, at interviewing is by doing it. So we're going to continue to sprinkle in interview based episodes. So again, if those of you, for those of you who, who are looking for this or who want to, to listen to us interview someone, please let us know. We have a huge lineup um, of our own, but we're, we're so curious about what you would like. You know, and I think Sandy, it's really interesting because I enjoy being interviewed when we, you or I, or both of us have been interviewed for other people's podcasts. I enjoy the experience. It's not that I don't want to talk to another person. It's not like, oh, I will only talk to Sandy and that's it. (laughs) But it's just when you have to come up with the interview questions and you have to be willing to sort of interrupt people or... Or redirect them. Yeah. It's a skill. And that's why, I mean, Rich Roll, I think, is one of the best podcasts out there. And he's like a master at it. And I he was like that from day one. He just comes by that very naturally. And then, of course, Jonathan Fields, I think, is even a master of masters at it. Uh, we're not. And so that is struggle- That is something we do struggle with. Plus, also, Jenny, just the booking and the coordination of the guests is very, very um, complicated and time consuming. And then making sure they have the, a good audio and that they're recording their own audio. Like, you know, it's a lot of communication back and forth. So we are very fortunate that there's two of us that we can sort of skip that whole process most of the times and just most of the time and just do it ourselves. Um, but yeah, guests are are a lot. It's a lot of work. So mm-hmm. anyway, if you're thinking about starting a podcast, you know, think about what's involved, especially if you want to have a guest focused podcast. But we're going to add some more of those episodes. We're also going to continue with what we do because we love this. So we love thinking about topics and debating them and having conversations and then deciding, you know, let's have this conversation publicly. Let's take this onto the podcast because maybe somebody else can learn from this conversation or this debate that we're having. So we're going to keep doing that because that's sort of our bread and butter with this whole thing and what we love to do. But we're also going to add in more interviews. The other thing that we want to talk about that's new is that we are going to add a second episode every week starting now. So this is kind of a big deal for us. Um, We needed some time to get our footing with the one episode a week, and now we're going to two. And the second episode is going to be much shorter. We're calling it Office Hours, and we're going to be answering your questions And we're also going to be doing some short teaching and training episodes as well. So we have a lot of teaching that we already do inside of our Soulful MBA course and community. And so we're going to take little snippets of that that we think would be valuable for many of you. And we're going to add that into the podcast as well. Yeah, that's exciting. It is exciting. Yeah. Because we do not want to have entire episodes that are teaching because that would get a little bit dull. We want to keep having sort of the philosophical conversations with these longer episodes, but we do want to have an avenue where we can give you some strategy because 
you know, we've learned a bit over the last four years in business um, and online business and software and in course-based work. So we want to be able to share some of those tips with you that hopefully you can benefit from. So that is what's coming. So Soulful MBA will now be two episodes a week. You can hear from us two times. You can also request topics. You can also request guests and you can also ask questions that you'd like to add to a queue for us to answer on air. This podcast is brought to you by the Namastream software platform. Namastream is a tool designed to help you teach, train, and coach from anywhere on the planet. If you're a wellness professional looking to take your business to the next level, you can learn more at namastream.com. So Jenny, now that we've talked about uh, what's happening going forward, I would love to hear from you about over these last 50 episodes, what surprised you the most? Like, what did you not expect? So I didn't expect the level of openness and vulnerability that we've shared together on this in this adventure of podcasting. Mm. I was very nervous about episode one, which was story. Um, I thought that was the only episode where we were really going to be talking about ourselves and our personal lives and our personal stories and histories. And right. that was really hard for me to do. And then I thought the rest would be like business all day, every day, business, business, business. And Mm -hmm. it's turned out not to be the case, right? So that was just the preamble to an entire project that's pretty open, personal, and vulnerable for both of us. And what has surprised me the most is that a, that the whole direction has gone that way. And B, that's because of the feedback that we've gotten from our community and our listeners is that that's what they want. And I and I think there's a liberation that has come um, from being able to speak openly about some taboo topics or topics that we're less comfortable with. Um, you know, I think when we started this, Obviously, it was a tool for our business. It was a way to raise exposure about our software company and our course. And um, it's a big investment of time and money, as I've talked about. So the only reason to start a podcast for our company was to raise the profile of our company, right? And so the, I, I expected that to, to not be so personal. And, and it's really interesting that it's turned this way. I'm really happy for it and grateful that it's led us in this direction. And I also think it's... Um, it's really powerful to me that we run a software company and yet a big part of our exposure work and our PR work is about bringing the human element to to what it means to run and scale that company. So I'm proud of that and excited about it. And um, and I never for one moment expected this this project to take us in that direction. That's interesting because I would have would have expected that because when you sit here and talk, I think that's all you can do is you can't be all analytical and... <laughs> you know, factual, because that's really boring. One can try, Sandy. So for me, what surprised me is um, I would have struggled in the, I did struggle in the beginning to, with, again, this is just imposter complex about, like, I don't really have anything new to say or unique or anything important to say, uh, or, you know, everything's been said before, and yet the, the, the episodes that I was most nervous about uh, releasing were episodes where I was kind of uncomfortable in the material or I was really new to the material and in no way any kind of expert. And uh, those are absolutely the episodes that are, you know, some of the highest downloads and, and the most commented on. So it was interesting that the more nervous I felt, uh, the better the episode did, which I would have, of course, thought the opposite. So 
Um, and I think for me, the feminist episode was one in particular that I'm that I'm thinking about. Yeah. No, I, I was also really uncomfortable with that podcast episode. We almost didn't put it out there. Like, yeah. Who are I know. we to say this stuff? Yeah. I think we were afraid of the backlash that that never actually came from that. And I don't know why we expected that. But that that was a turning point for us, mm-hmm. I think, in yeah, this podcast. That we're like, yeah. you know what? We can talk about stuff that we know we're not an expert at, but that we have opinions on. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's worth having those conversations because if every, I mean, imposter syndrome is so common, right? It's especially among women. And if we all are sitting here afraid to speak about what's on our minds, then the conversation is never going to evolve. And so I'm, you know, I'm very comfortable talking about heady intellectual topics. Like that is what I'm, I'm comfortable standing in front of a classroom and lecturing people. Like that's actually my comfort zone. And so to be able to not be an expert at something and to have a personal opinion about something that I feel like I don't have a right to have and then to still talk about it anyway has been a a powerful learning experience and growth experience. So um, there'll be more of that, you know, and I think eventually we are going to have some of our fears met where people are going to say, like, you all don't know what you're doing and who are you to say that? And that's okay. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that now, you know, we've had a little bit of pushback on some stuff and I feel like that's, that's okay. Like the worst thing you think can, can happen happens and it's still fine right and that's what you learn from it because yeah and we're doing the work right and it's a continual journey and learning process and yeah we're I'm sure there will be one episode where something you know a lot of negative feedback will will happen and and yeah that exactly that's just fine and we'll handle it and we'll deal with it but it is our experience and our lives and and you know we're just expressing that and and that and that's all all that it is so yeah and you know for those of you who don't have any experience in having a public conversation like we're, t- we're having here, you know, we didn't either until last February. So I think, I, I hope, and I want to say this again, I encourage any of you who are at all drawn to this medium to go ahead and take a leap of faith because it's a, it's been a really positive, powerful, fun, interesting experience for us. So, you know, we just warmly encourage any of you to take it on who feel at all compelled to do so and and podcasting is such an incredibly powerful way to reach people like there are still no gate gatekeepers I mean iTunes is kind of a gatekeeper but not really you can pretty much get your show approved in a week or two and um and go for it and I you know I don't know that there's been such a, an incredible moment in time in history where you know you as an individual or as a team can go ahead and put something out that can have so many thousands of people listening and engaging with it and the overhead of course is is very low so you know go for it if you feel drawn to it so should we move into the joy and hustle yeah let's do it okay you do the joy sandy okay the joy is the Aston Halo, which you're probably wondering, what the heck is that? So because this is about podcasting, I thought I would mention this. Um, it's like a, a halo for my microphone to absorb sound and echo. So if you listened to earlier episodes, you would have um, heard how I struggled with my sound every single episode. I was trying all sorts of things. Um, And then it wasn't until I bought this uh, really cool, unique product uh, made by the company Aston, and they've called it the Halo. And it's just this like round sort of half circle that goes above and obviously behind in the sides of my mic and a little bit below. It's really hard to reduce echo when you are recording um, at home when there's so many hard surfaces. Uh, And there's lots of those, like Jenny, you have one around your mic, um, but they're heavy and they're, you know, it's... It's ugly. 
And this one is, you know, it's got this sort of organic shape, this sort of round with kind of ripples in it. And it's made of 70% um, recycled PET plastic. And so it's kind of environmentally friendly. Uh, I just think it's a, it's it's a fairly lightweight. It's easy to mount onto a um, mic stand. And so if you are thinking about podcasting or doing podcasting or doing a lot of recordings on audio for your business for what in whatever shape or form, this is a really great uh, product that will vastly, vastly uh, improve your sound so you don't feel like you have to sit inside your closet to, uh, to not have any echo. And let me just paint a picture here for folks who were not privy to watching you on video as we record all these episodes. <laughs> so Sandy and I record on video chat. So we are recording natively our own audio on our own computers, but we're also video chatting so we can see each other. So it's not like a weird conversation. Like we actually look at each other and talk when we're podcasting. And so I, for many, <laughs> many months, would see dark Sandy under a quilt. <laughs> With like huddled in her room on the floor under a blanket, Sweating. podcasting, like sitting on a beanbag or something. Like it was just My meditation cushion. Yeah. Okay. Something. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was, it was a scene. Let's just put it that way. Like I'm sitting at my desk and my office. So if you've ever seen our web, like us on a webinar or a Facebook live, I, like I look just like that. And then Sandy's like huddled <laughs> in the dark, you know, like, so, so now Sandy looks like a regular person. Now she looks like a regular person sitting at a desk. So, and the sound quality is like one bazillion times better. So yeah, like, and we don't get paid to promote anything, guys. Like this is the real deal. We actually love the stuff that we talk about in Joy Nuzzle in case you didn't know that. So um, the Halo, I'd encourage, I would love it, except for I have now two kittens that we got from my small child and they are eating actually my soundproofing. Let them eat that one and you can get your own fancy Halo. Yeah, well, we'll see if they ever stop eating things. Okay, so the... Hustle. Oh, yeah, because you made me do this for the hustle, Sandy. <laughs> we had a long conversation about which, you know, should be joy which and which should joy. be hustle. So, so yeah. So if, if you get our newsletter, we have now, like, removed the title of joy and hustle because there is, like, often disagreement about <laughs> what is more joyful and what is more hustleful. And so, like, that's the direction. This is all – it's all the same, right? Like, we love and use all the stuff we recommend. So I wanted to talk about a coding book because – I have gotten a few comments and questions from our community in recent months and weeks about our newsletter and the design of it. And so we have two designers that we work with that are awesome and we love, but I also uh, do not want to always rely on them because uh, I am a little bit neurotic and I like to learn everything myself. So I'm like that obnoxious CEO that has to be able mm -hmm. to do everything herself <laughs> as anyone on our team will attest to. And so because of this, I have a keen interest in all things design and coding um, because of the, those are the things that we most heavily rely on team members to do. So I wanna talk about a really inexpensive book that has made a big difference in my life and my ability to code our newsletter. <laughs> so if you get our Joy and Hustle newsletter, you will notice the transformation it has had. And that is because, Sandy, we did that ourselves. We made it look like that. Well, I started it, but then you finished it. With a lot of custom CSS work. And so I wanna talk about this $29 book that if you have any interest in design at all, and to me, like it's a, it's a really cool, entry level into coding to be able to do design work. There's a book called Learn to Code Now that just came out. You can get an ebook of it for $29 online. It's 
published by something called Super High, which is a coding school. And um, we'll link to it, of course, in the show notes. But it's it's a it's like the easiest. I have like all of the coding books and all of the coding schools and all of the resources. So of course, um, and I'm picky. And this one is to me the most beautiful, elegant, and easy to use. So if you have an interest, like say you use ConvertKit like we do, and it's really hard to make it beautiful, um, this is a great resource for you. And again, it's only $29. And so if you want to add some custom CSS and HTML to your website or to your newsletter, and you're interested in sort of taking on becoming proficient at some of these coding skills, I'd highly recommend that you do so. And I just want to add, I think that that word coding is so intimidating. And it, you know, it sounds like it's a lifetime to learn and, you know, you're creating websites from scratch. And um, it is so, I know a tiny wee bit of CSS and it makes your life so much easier. So I know um, Jenny will go the, you know, the whole mile to get all this stuff learned. learned. But I think um, for many of you, just simple website um, you know, newsletter stuff, it's super valuable. So don't, don't be intimidated. And I promise you that I will never allow a coding thing to be a joy. It's always a hustle. This is an ongoing debate. I am not giving up on this. <laughs> so, okay, with that, there's reflection. You know where we're headed and we'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye. Soulful MBA is not just the name of our podcast. It's also the name of our premium business course and community. If you are a wellness entrepreneur who dreams of growing your business online, but you're not clear on your next steps and you wish you had someone to guide you, then we've got something for you. Get Soulful MBA's first syllabus and three free video lessons by heading over to soulful.mba sample. Sample.